Today's episode of Podcastration is brought to you in part by... Yarmir Yager was one of the best NHL hockey players of all time. And now, he has some of the greatest beer of all time, too. That's right. Introducing Yaramir Lager, the all-new beer imported daily from his homeland, the Czech Republic. There's no shortcuts to becoming an NHL legend, and the brewers of Yarmir Lager take no short shifts either. They use only the finest grains and the freshest hops to craft brew with the time, care, and dedication required for making an A-line quality beer. Brewed with no less than 68 of the highest quality ingredients, Yarmir Lager has the crisp, robust taste to power you forward to victory. It's also less filling, meaning you can enjoy a fine beer and still be mobile and active enough to achieve your goals. So whether you're a rookie or an all-star beer drinker, you'll love the crisp, bold taste of Yarmir Lager. And for a limited time only, you can purchase special edition 30 packs commemorating each of the NHL teams Yager has played for, like the New York Rangers, the Boston Bruins, or of course, the Pittsburgh Penguins. And that's not all. One lucky drinker will purchase a case with replica 90s style Yager mullets atop each can. And that means they win a day of on-ice hockey school from Yarmir Yager himself. So play hard and drink hard with Yarmir Lager, a premium lager for premium beer drinkers. It's top shelf. Yarmir Lager! You're walking down a busy sidewalk on your way to work when suddenly... That hearty breakfast and coffee is backfiring and you only have seconds to get to a toilet before a torrent of brown erupts from your rear end. There's no public restrooms anywhere to be found. What do you do? Time's up. Enjoy going to work with a trail of flies and shame following you throughout your day. Unless, of course, you have the all-new Backpack Pooper. From the makers of the Shitstats Toilet and the Road Commode, the Backpack Pooper is a foldable, portable toilet designed to carry on your persons at all times for those kinds of emergencies that just stink. How does it work? Simply find a discreet alleyway, unfold your backpack pooper in a few quick motions, sit on the surface labeled this side up, and let your bowels do the rest. Your excrement will flow right into the provided disposable and biodegradable bag that you simply peel off and leave where it's at, or it can be thrown into any public waste bin. Wiping is done using the provided wiping packets that are stored in a convenient pocket on the side. Fold your backpack pooper up and carry it with you wherever you go. It's that simple. So don't be shit out of luck. Go get a backpack pooper today and live free from the fouls of your bones. The greatest podcast of all fucking time will begin in... One, two, three, four. By the time you're all hearing this, Bill Cosby has been dead. How long now? You're like at least two years, right? He's not really dead, right? Oh, I guess he ain't dead, huh? Oh, that's right. I'm making a prediction. I forgot. He wasn't dead. He just got caught. Date raving girls for forty odd years or whatever. Apparently, yeah, that's what it was. That was like 
That's old news. He's like almost done with his prison sentence, I think. <laughs> it's funny that he's, he's in prison. He's like, A, he's Bill Cosby, and B, he's like 85. Yeah. There are like, there are like a lot of old guys. Can you imagine if they serve pudding pops in prison, though? How funny that'd be. Pudding, pudding, pudding pops. pops. They do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you just don't want to know anything about them. Oh, yeah. It's not the pudding pop <laughs> yeah, it's uh, thinking up. <laughs> um, hey, we get to... Uh, so in a previous episode, we got to talk about your miracle, the day the, tr- the storm blew the trees down in your car so you couldn't go to work. Yeah. But you got to play hockey that night. Yep. I had a wedding get canceled. <laughs> so I got to come up here to camp and enjoy myself instead. <laughs> instead of giving a wedding. That is a pretty amazing thing. Yeah, the wedding gets canceled on a Wednesday night. Yeah, the Wednesday night before the so Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, two days, two days before the wedding, it's canceled. Yeah, have you ever been to a wedding, or have you like known anybody who's ever had a wedding that like somebody backed out at the end? You mean like the bride or groom backed out? Yeah, not that I know of. No, somebody told me about this. Well, I mean, happening. I wouldn't be at the wedding, obviously, but I don't know if that. Not happened. obviously, this stuff happens. Oh, like yeah, okay, like last minute. Like, or last second. Yeah, I've never been to one where, like, first off, weddings are awful. But second off, I couldn't imagine, at least if, if somebody were to bail, all of a sudden my evening's open. <laughs> Although you might have to stick around and, like, eat the cake, because, like, could you imagine walking out of, there's all like, the booze and cake. Yeah, you might as well. I guess you'd have to return to booze. I don't want to change my clothes, at least. I'd be like, let's have a party. <laughs> if it's a... Unless it's like a dry wedding, of course, then it's, then that's that's another miracle that it gets canceled. <laughs> yeah, that is a true miracle. But yeah, yeah. Oh well, instead of a wedding, I'm up here, uh, trying to harvest some venison, but that didn't work. Get some glorious backstrap. <laughs> yeah, I was that's trying to be. A, Did that sound like Ted Nugent? Yeah. Did it sound like we have? A well, special not guest? really, but they'll get the hint. <laughs> I wish we were backstrap assassins this weekend, but. Hi, I'm Ted Nugent, and I'm on podcast duration. <laughs> I'm here t- telling you to vote for Trump for the t- t- 2024 election. Or 2025, from what would it be? 24. It'd 24. be 24. Yeah. Hi, um, I'm Ted Nugent. Wouldn't it be? That's all I have. I just wish he would offer to be on our podcast just so we could turn him down. Like, I wouldn't turn him down. I, I don't, I, like. I, w- I wouldn't want to hear it on our show. I just wouldn't want to talk to him for more than that. For like more than twenty minutes, he's probably a great guy too. Just oh god, seeing or hearing him on TV is just too much. I wish I had as much energy he has in his fucking toe. Well, he doesn't drink. <laughs> True, <laughs> he eats totally like venison. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want. I don't know if I'd want to live his life. I definitely don't want to live his lifestyle. I wouldn't mind like being right, good th- at killing deer. But then again, like dude, you have a ranch. Like, probably multiple ranches. Like, oh, of course yeah. you're good at killing deer. It's like, you do, he does have a dream lifestyle. Besides, like, having to go on the news and letting everybody know what you think. That would be annoying to me. I wouldn't want, like, I wouldn't want the whole world knowing what I think about things. I'd rather, <laughs> like, leave people guessing yeah. or just realize, like, hey, you shouldn't <laughs> care what I think. Meanwhile, we're on a podcast <laughs> talking about what we think and care Yeah, about. but we're not talking, like, deep politics. I don't go no. on the, we're not on the news, like, telling everybody exactly what's right for them. No. I wouldn't want, like, ah, that's work. Speaking of wildlife, here's a t- weird topic change. But um, I know those, like, murder hornets aren't the best bugs to be imported into America. 
you know, especially anywhere near I live, but uh, I kind of want to see something. I would like to see one, I think. One time I was cutting grass, and I was, like, not really paying attention, but kind of paying attention, and I looked up, and I was going under a tree. Like, I was kind of watching, like, the branches and stuff around, like, mm-hmm. where I was rather than, like, looking up, and I was, like, two feet from just knocking a hornet's nest with my forehead. <laughs> oh, man. That would have been <laughs> I, like, back, like, I saw it, like, oh, and I, you know, ducked, and I never, I didn't get stung either, but it was, a like, a freaking one of those gray, like, paper nests. Yeah. And, like, they didn't do anything. <laughs> They're pretty, like, in times, like I said, I had that one on my porch, and they just, like, fly into my head and bounce off. Like, they well, they got not, used to me, I guess. They yeah. didn't, like, I was way more scared. I didn't even, like, I wasn't paying an ounce of attention. <laughs> I picture like a cartoon. It just falls on your head. Yeah. It totally could have been a Homer Simpson, you know, I'm running around with I a I always think, like, nest. I still think, like, around here in Pennsylvania, that's, like, the most dangerous threat we have is, like, bees nest. Just because they sting the shit out of you and just hurt, you know, hurt. That's We're, our most dangerous animal? No, that's just what I think is, like, the most dangerous, like, to me. You know what I mean? Like, how often do you, like, see rattlesnakes or copperheads or whatever, but there's always, you know, a, just, like, mowing my grass, you mow over the one of the bees' nests. They're not dangerous, just the ones that actually, like, sting, and they just hurt a little bit. But I, I agree, but also, like, I don't want to be, like, a, a nerd. Yeah. But really, like, hitting a deer with your car is the most dangerous. Like, that makes that the most dangerous animal yeah, in Pennsylvania. True. true. That's what I was thinking. Like, we don't, at least, like, Western PA... We're pretty good with, like, dangerous wildlife. We really don't pretty, have any. I guess deer. Deer and, like, bees. Well, if yeah. you get allergic to bees, they could actually be dangerous. See, that's what we need. We need some of the murder hornets to spice shit up. And, like, meth addicts. Yeah. Those are dangerous. They should, uh... Maybe they should bring in some, like, hyenas and hippos, too. I, get us out of our comfort zone a little bit. They brought in, like, otters at some places, and I guess they just laid waste to, like, native trout. Probably. <laughs> Like, they brought a couple otters into a stream, and then there were no trout. They're just, like, crushing trout. So, Ooh. I think that's why we don't have otters. Maybe they ought to have thought that through a little more. <laughs> you know, I, ought, ought I had to make a joke with that. Ought. <laughs> of course. Otter. Oh, tell them about, uh, we're going to talk about your mishap. Oh, what? my goodness. Okay. So, today is Saturday night. On, I got up here Wednesday after work, and I was up here. I was up here by myself Wednesday and most of the day Thursday, because Levon came up like late Thursday night, yeah. and then Brooke got up uh, Friday. But anyhow, that's not that important. But the important part is I was up here by myself, and I had my. I was going back out hunting for the, like the noon, and I left my gun on the porch. It's a it's a Remington 700. I just got it like this year. And I like I've shot it many times and I've never had any issues with it. But I was walking out on the porch and there's nobody up here so I left the gun like I left it loaded but on safe. I just left it on the porch cuz nobody was around to like dick around with it. Uh I walked out on the porch, grabbed my gun, and I wanted to make sure that I had left one in the chamber. So to, like, you know, to work your bolt, you have to put it on fire. Yeah. That's so kind of standard procedure. I was standing on, like, the porch steps, and I had my car parked right in front of me, 
and like the porch is right here, and I put the gun on fire, like flick the the safety switch, and it just it, <laughs> and I thought, holy like shot off crap! On you, huh? What the, like, what the heck? My I just misfired my I just like accidentally fired my weapon. I've never done that ever, <laughs> and I thought like, I don't remember hitting the trigger. I don't think like. I didn't think I had my hand, you know, under the trigger guard even. But I was like saying I must have, I must have like somehow had like a really really dumb thought, <laughs> and I'd believe that. I yeah, it's not like that, <laughs> but it's like I was by myself, and that made me think like, well, maybe my mind's just playing trick. Like I haven't talked to anybody for a couple days. Like I literally like haven't <laughs> like, said. Oh, I haven't used my voice for like two days. So I was thinking, like, maybe, like, maybe I'm losing it a little bit or something. But two days isn't that late. No. Just, you know, I was just grasping no, at anything. No, that ain't the but fucking I, like, shining up here. There's no way, like, there's no way I didn't pull the trigger. And then I go online, and I, a guy I work with, he said, like, oh, you got to be careful with those Remington 700s. They have, like, misfires sometimes. But I thought it was from, like, when you, like, lock your round in the chamber and, like, push your bolt down. Yeah. I thought it was that. Huh. And I didn't think, like, I didn't do that. I just, I flicked the safety. And your gun just happened to be luckily pointing and, like... Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So lucky. I could have easily shot through the car, shot myself, or shot through the porch. Or yeah. shot through camp. Yeah. Like, honestly, it was, a, it was a one out of five chance of, like... <laughs> there was a, a one in five chance that I shoot nothing. And luckily, like I said, there's probably some house over the hill with a window shot out of it. Now. Yeah. Well, as far as I know. Yeah. But uh, uh, luckily nothing happened. But anyhow, you can go on YouTube and watch people do this. Yeah, because you were showing me earlier, and they, it's like you said, you just put it on fire, and it fucking pow, it goes off. Goes off. And apparently, like, it's a fairly known thing that this happens, and it's this thing, and yeah, and this is like America's most common rifle, basically. I, I think one of them, you know. There's probably tons of these things that are out there that doing the same thing. And on their website, there's like, oh, there was, and I knew there was a recall at one point, but they said like, that's fixed and it's only for these models, and it mm. mine wasn't one of them. Like I knew, like I've looked into, I knew this was a thing, but I knew mine wasn't one of the problems because you can like that tells you what serial numbers they are, and so I like I honestly, and I've shot it before and it never happened, so I just assumed like. Okay, it's not a bad like this is an okay thing. Ah. Uh, not so. And I go <laughs> on the the Remington website and you can go to like the recall information and there's a part where you can like input your ser your gun serial number to see if it's part of this recall. Yours and wasn't on it, I right? did and it said no, your gun is not affected. No. Like well, it sure <laughs> as shit did the yeah. you know, I think they're just like under you know, clearly under estimating and Admitting to there's more of a problem. How the heck than, can a gun company do that? Yeah, that's fucking weird. Yeah, you'd think there you know, could easily be a lawsuit. I was trying to convince you to shoot my finger off for Dude. a bunch of money, but... You know how much trouble Volkswagen got in for for fudging numbers on, like, yeah, a, like fuel economy? They, yeah, it's a big thing. They got you in, like... There should be a bigger deal about this. You they think got in a ton of trouble. And that was, like... Fudging a number that doesn't kill anybody. Them Germans are always getting in <laughs> trouble. You just can't stay mad at them. <laughs> no, you just can't stay mad at them. But like, yeah, dude, that's that doesn't that doesn't kill anybody. That's fucking crazy. This could have killed somebody. 
absolutely, it could have been really mind blowing. I think of all the road hunters like keeping a loaded gun in their car and stuff mm-hmm. in a very confined vehicle. Dude, you know, just like I normally, normally when I come home from from hunting, I take my, I empty my gun before I even get to like camp, and I didn't do it this time because I thought like. I am literally the only person for miles. There's like I don't need to empty my gun. I can just leave it on the porch. I know like I know it's loaded. I empty my gun after about six beers. Oh, is that a pee joke? That's a pee joke. Yes. Uh, Continue. If I would have unloaded my gun on the way to camp, I would have shot through it. Oh, definitely. That would have been a. Because I would be facing the camp. It would have been exciting, to say the least. So yeah, if you have a Remington Seven Hundred. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness! Always be keep the barrel pointed in a safe direction with a safe backstop. Like always, yeah. Because there might even be more, like you said. Uh, I don't. I guess. I wonder if there's any other ways they'd fire off like that. But I guess it would be just put into safety. I don't know. I don't yeah. know because like Bill, like I thought Bill had told me that it was from like working the bolt. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering if it could, if it could do that too. But also, I was surprised how I like. That's a thirty out six. I kind of like it. They, that's a strong kick. Yeah, probably. I didn't really notice it. But also, like, it couldn't have caught me more by surprise. I didn't yeah. drop the gun. Yeah, it's a good call. I tried shooting. Uh, my dumbass had my over and under 12 gauge up. Or, no, I just, yeah, over and under 12 gauge up here one time. And I remember I held it out with my one arm trying to shoot it like a pistol. Oh, and yeah. both rounds went off and it just, like, spun out of my hands. It did, like, a flip and I just caught it out of the air. That's, I wasn't like expecting that either. So basically, I shot a. T- Twelve gauges get more powerful as they get smaller, right? Like a ten gauge would be, you know, more than a. 12. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking a double twelve gauge. Would that be a six gauge? Would that be equal to? Uh, I highly doubt it. <laughs> yeah, I think one six gauge show would like. No, I don't think there is a six gauge. It'd be like a tank barrel, basically. It'd be a big. Gu- there's a. There's a ten gauge slug, or no. My dad has like an, I think an eight gauge slug. Oh yeah. It must be like a lion gun or something. Like he just has it, and I don't know why. Like the slug's just flat. It's just like a flat slab of metal. It looks like like some homemade thing that just. It's literally for like point blank. I don't know. I guess elephants or something. <laughs> it's something I wouldn't want to shoot, but apparently they made them at one time. I can't imagine guns get dumb. Yeah. Every day, like, I was trying to like tell my grandpa. How many new like shells there are now? I got talked into stupid gun. When I first of all, the gun was a, just it wasn't bolted right. You know, it was a. I got it at Walmart. I think it was like a cheap Winchester or something, but there wasn't even a clip. You just, it wasn't bolted right. There's like the bolts to holding the gun together were like literally. Oh, loose like, and stuff. it's not screwed in. It wasn't screwed. Some together. of them were like the scope mount was loose and shit. You know, stuff that you find out the what hard way. What kind of gun was it? I, it was a Winchester, I can't remember, but it was a 300 short mag. Yeah. So it's like, it's not a, you know, it's advertised a 300 mag, but they're short bullets so that you don't have to pull the bolt back as far. So it's like, it's for people who can't shoot. So like, oh, now you can shoot a little bit quicker. You can get your rounds in and oh, out goodness. quicker. It's like, yeah. I don't know. I, I just, it, it was like, it, it was a cheap gun and they're like, that's really cheap. And I did need a gun. I wanted to save up and get, like, something better. They're like, oh, just get that thing. And it, hey, don't. That's what I did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah, at least it, I, 
it wasn't the greatest gun, but at least the safety worked on it. But yeah, it was stupid. But it will. Uh, this hasn't been funny at all. That no. wasn't going to be funny though. No. Well, let's say hey, uh, that's a public service announcement. Let's do our beer review because this is a pretty big deal. Oh my goodness, this is a big deer. Big deer. Deal. <laughs> deal. <laughs> deer deal. line. Um, yeah. Deer. We. I've been waiting forever to you know do this because I want I I want oh, to do it yeah, up here at you camp. Have been. Yeah. We have a our camp beer, and it's nothing great. It's not, I mean, oh no, my goodness, it's, what it's are you great. talking about? Oh, no, I meant. Hold on, it's nothing complicated. Is what I meant to say because it's not like some fancy, ridiculous IPA, not some micro brewed, snobby bullshit. This is a it's a working man's beer. This is Western PA Straub Brewing Company, Peter Straub, is the uh, original brewer, I guess, apparently, and. uh Actually, I'm not drinking a regular straw, but I'm drinking the 1872. Oh, yeah, you're drinking pre, another one. Pre-prohibition lager. And it's just a... It's All it is is a lager. It's 5.4% alcohol. And it's a simple uh, preservative-free... Is it gluten-free, too, or something? And it's not... Spo- it's I not hope not. brewed to be a healthy beer. It's just, like, kind of is. It's one of, the, like, the healthier beers to drink. But it's just super fucking tasty. And like you can crush these things. Straub does like really good work at just being like, yeah, just a straight up beer. Yeah, they There's, have like, well, they're kind of starting to get a little big for their britches. I yeah, feel. Yeah, I did see they had some uh, fruity like seltzer beers. Yeah, they're kind of riding the wave of the, you know, the micro brews. All the girls that I'm a, I drink beer too. It's like no, that's a that's orange juice. You're drinking Kool Aid basically with a little tang. bit. Of, it's tang. Yeah, with a little bit of yeast and shit in it. Uh, they're doing that too now, but they've always made like five or six styles of beer, but they were just called like the style they were. Yeah. They never had like names. It was just Straub's Doppelbach or Straub's. <laughs> I don't know if they did a stout. I think they did a porter. Uh, and they have every well. Anyhow, they used to, every beer was just the style that w- that it was. They didn't have yeah. like names for them, and then they started to like name their beers after things, and start to be a little bit fancy. But they all there's their Straub Lager, Straub Amber, and Straub Light are always made in St. Mary's, and now like it's pandemic time, so they don't have the uh, you can't go in. But it used to be that you gay. could go into the like the brewery, and they had like a fenced off area with a tap in the wall, and you would drink like the freshest straw. You just help yourself to the beer. Yeah, there was nobody no- carting you. I've se- those kids we saw at trout camp the one year were clearly way under twenty one. There was a- nobody there. <laughs> you could easily like, you could stay there. There's a sign on the wall that says like two beer maximum, please. But you could stay there for four hours <laughs> just, and yeah. drink beer. <laughs> for free for free unauthorized just un i can't wait till that opens back yeah up. that's that great. was like a f- now they have like a they have like a, a brewery tap room thing down the street which i uh, yeah i've never gone to that yet we went and it might have been cool did you go before all the corona bullshit no no it, i didn't know there's like a it was during oh yeah it was when we had that mustang oh yeah you're in a car mustang. yeah uh yeah I, I i'd check it out but the straw blogger yeah, straw well, blogger. Cleveland's drinking the 1872, which is one of the fancy ones. Yeah. 
it's pretty good though. Yeah, it's actually more than pretty good. It's pretty damn good. It's a very. I mean, you, I'm giving. Clearly, they're both getting a, a five on our crush rating. Yeah, they're they're like they're just our beer. They're they're definitely. Uh, I'd say at least Western PA's pride beer. It should be. Yeah, without a doubt. And they don't like you can't get it everywhere because there's no preservatives in it. So they don't uh, they don't ship it very far because it doesn't last. That, it doesn't It'll stay good very long. Good. But some of the local bars up here, they'll have it on tap. Anytime you can get fresh straw on tap, oh my goodness, there's yeah, nothing like it. just get it. So I got these straw also. They're one of the like these breweries that I guess there's not many of them around anymore, but they have like refillable bottles. So they'll you get like the 16 ounce bottles and you can bring them back to the brewery and they refill them. Which is a cool thing. Yeah, that's cool. And it's always like the freshest beer. I'm into recycling now, so that'd be my way to do it. Yeah. You know, you don't have to get rid of your bottles. Drink them, put them back in a box and replace, swap them out. Keep getting cheap beer. Well, Straub, like, yeah, there's a $5 deposit on the bottles, and then you, like, return yeah. them and get your 5 bucks back. I don't know if you can take them to all the breweries or the uh, yeah, I don't the know how beer it outlets. Let's, uh, let's go to commercial break here, and then we... We come back. This is going to be a. We recorded some songs today, so you're going to get to hear them. Oh this my is, goodness! We got some treats. Liquor and poker, and we come back after these words from our sponsors. Well, Dad, look at the size of that turd. That came out of a Siberian yak, son. And look how colorful that crap is. Yep, Infoboard says that's from the rear end of a parrot. Ah, oh, cool. No. This father and son are not on some far-off safari. They're at the Pittsburgh Museum, the world's only museum solely dedicated to strange and exotic poop. Our professional staff of poo gatherers have traveled across the far globe to provide visitors with the most incredible rectal droppings on Earth. From African zebras to Arctic polar bears to tropical tigers and monkeys. We even have an aquatic section full of shark and porpoise poop. There's over 700 different poo displays on four different levels. And all of our poo is housed in glass displays and temperature controlled, keeping the poop fresh, but the smells to a minimum. And our knowledgeable staff is always on site to answer questions and help guide visitors around the center. So come on over to the Greater Pittsburgh Museum today for a fun fecal adventure the whole family can enjoy. That's the Pittsburgh Museum. It's the shit. Mmm, thanks, Mom. That was a delicious breakfast. You're welcome, Billy. Now go brush your teeth before school. Aw, do I gotta? Of course, dear. Do you want your breath smelling like shit? No, but I just ate. Well, did I mention this isn't an ordinary toothpaste? It's the all-new Breakfast Paste by Morning Glory, Inc. Wow, really? Gee, thanks, Mom. I just knew my Billy would be overjoyed when he heard that we got him breakfast paste. Cause what's not to love about it? Breakfast paste cleans teeth, masks foul breath, and fights off plaque and bacteria, just like regular toothpaste. Instead of having a harsh minty taste, it's available in five kid favorite breakfast flavors, including maple syrup, blueberry pancake, sausage and eggs, bacon and eggs, or just bacon. 
Now, instead of complaining about brushing his teeth, it'll quickly become his favorite morning chore. So don't be an old droopy-chested miser mom and swap out your unwanted toothpaste for breakfast paste instead. Cause a happy kid makes for a happy family. Hi, this is Prince Leg Warmer, and I love to have family fun. So stop down to my new roller rink, the Prance Arena. Come by, rent some skates, have some fun, eat some nachos. We just call them chos for short. Play your little crane games, some air hockey, listen to the Spice Girls, and roll around on my hardwood floor. It couldn't be easier. It couldn't be more fun. Your family will enjoy it. You're a single dad. You got nothing better to do. Bring your kid here. Make your wife jealous. Prince Leg Warmer. And we are back from our commercial break. And as I said earlier, you are going to now hear a song from our mail order only album, Bears and Bikinis. This is uh, Sunday Fun Day. Yep, listen. It's a Sunday Fun Day. Let's run with the rum. Hey, it's time for the football game. My team is down now, but I'll ride them out Feeling fine all the same It's a might as well Monday I'm drunk as hell one way or another It's a good time Got no sorrows Drinking till tomorrow I'm sure gonna unwind Hey! Tuesday, let's get boozing. Wanna get good and trashed. No thinking, no fear. Just drink another beer. Bottoms up, let's have a blast. On wasted Wednesday, the whiskey gets me. I'm wheeling, but I don't care. I only walked a little, and I'm only in the middle. But the weekend's halfway there. Yeah. It's fucking party time! Oh, it's Thursday, Thursday, and nothing hurts me. My liver don't stand a chance. I'm drunk to the core, but I drink more and dance till I lose my pants. On fucked up Friday, I'm drunk of my way. Work's done, it's party time! Don't make me beg and let's do keg stand till we're on our behinds. Oh yeah. Get me another beer, bitch. Oh, it's a shit face Saturday. Let's get scatterbrained. Sun up till sundown. Have fun on wine and chug them till we're blind and get lost and never found. Another week gone, another week's song, singing and drinking away. My daily 
dose till I'm comatose each and every day. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to hit record. Fuck off. <laughs> All right. So that was that great, awesome hit of ours. And uh, yeah. That album's coming up on its 15-year anniversary. Yeah, it's... Uh, seems like just yesterday. Just last week we were recording that, it seems. Yeah, we finally sold our third copy of it, so... <laughs> you know, we only got a few thousand more to go to break even. Any minute now. Yeah. Uh, so, what are we going to talk about next here? Oh. Do you... Uh, huh. <laughs> so we didn't kill many deer. <laughs> really good stuff. Yeah. I uh, thought we were going to lie and tell everybody we killed a bunch of deer. I thought we were going to tell them okay. we killed like all kinds of wild animals. We, uh, we killed a bunch of deer up here. We killed a ton of deer. <laughs> a ton of deer. Killed a... Uh, Couple elk, couple bears, black bears. Um, we killed a fisher. I shot oh, a, I something shot I did find. Something. Uh, so when we were up here in bear camp, I shot at an opossum with the night vision sco- or like the the thermal scope. Yeah. And I like, I don't know how I missed it, but apparently I missed it. And then yesterday or today, I was maybe walking- they're impossible to shoot at. <sighs> Continue. Today I was walking down the road and I found a dead possum sitting in its hole. It was <laughs> that's hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do I don't know? Maybe I ain't gone it after all. It's a uh, afterlife kill. Um. Oh. Okay. I got a topic here. Uh, so I have a tattoo idea. I want to get it on my bicep. I want to get a picture of Hulk Hogan flexing his huge bicep. And then on his bicep, oh, sorry, him flex, first of all, him flexing his huge 24-inch pythons. And then on his arm is a tattoo of me. Ah. That's it. That's going to be a great tattoo. That would be funny. Uh, or I want to get a huge, a huge back tat of Ernest doing that stupid smiley face he does. That would be a good tattoo. Or here's another one I just thought of. I want to get <laughs> a tattoo on the other arm of the... Remember on Predator when he got on his wrist thing? Oh count, yeah, counting down you the, that tattoo. The, the numbers. Yeah. yeah, I want Predator language number like Predator numerics tattooed on my other arm. That'd be cool. I want uh, I want my body shaved. This isn't a tattoo, but if I could have an ele- uh, like an elective surgery, I'd like to have all my hair removed on my body. <laughs> Moved or removed? Like removed. Removed. Okay. Not moved. Actually, it, never mind. I want it all moved. Moving it. Would I want have all to, of my hair. <laughs> like you'd have to remove it anyway. But that's what I thought. So I want all my hair to form then, webbing. I thought you're getting. You wanted it all like removed and put put somewhere else. I want all of my hair to form webbing between my fingers and toes. <laughs> yeah. Now that you bring that up, <laughs> what all I was going to do swimming. was have uh, vortex howler whistlers like <laughs> installed what? in my skin. So anytime oh, I move fast on how we'd never hear them. <laughs> Sometimes I move fast. If I'm driving my windows down. Yeah. <laughs> Your arms out the window. Wee! So, <laughs> we always think like that is one of my dream asshole ideas. <laughs> I just wanna be at a Steeler game or somewhere in an arena and it's everyone's quiet during a national anthem and I just wanna Lob a vortex screamer <laughs> way out into the. Out into How the, come more things don't have like whistles in them? <laughs> because most, we we grow up. And if you could put a anymore. whistler on a driver head, like, <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> <laughs> it 
everybody wanted a whistling driver. You would hear it from like, where? oh my goodness, dude, this is an invention. That's well, we don't have to invent it. We could just hockey tape one to one of your our drivers and like, you know, but there's we could like have, little we could sell the idea to Callaway. <laughs> they put a vortex howler in front whistle. of your big Bertha driver. There you go, the Cala whistle. Too bad they have like screamer balls too. They just go four <laughs> as they spin. So. This is going to be middle of summer when you hear this, or spring or something, but um, we have a Christmas song for you. So, as you're shopping, as you're on the way to shop and get gifts. It's a very, uh, yeah. how would you describe this? Terrible. Ter- <laughs> no, not no. terrible. Arousing. It's very uh, <laughs> personal. It's a well autobiographical <laughs> for Santa. No, what do you call it when you're like cutting edge? Is this Modern? Woke? Is this what woke is? Is this a woke Christmas song? Dope. I don't know. It's a dope Christmas song. I don't know. I don't know what you're getting at, but it's a it's a Christmas song. Culturally relevant. Called Why Can't Santa. Why Can't a Santa. From our album Cheese Viscosity. Cheese Viscosity. Here it is. Why Can't Santa. Yeah. <laughs> If Mrs. Claus can wear a dress Why can't Santa? If she can cook, clean and caress Then why can't Santa? If Mrs. Claus can wear high heels Then why can't Santa? If she wears bells with soles and frills Then why can't Santa? If Mrs. Claus can twirl and dance Then why can't Santa? If she can wear pink underpants Then why can't Santa? If my old lady loves cocaine Then why can't Santa? If for no reason she's insane Then why can't Santa? Oh, why can't Santa? Mrs. Claus gets made of pause Then why can't Santa? If she can bite and scratch and claw Why can't Santa? If Mrs. Claus cooks for herself Then why can't Santa? If she can fucking fondle elves Then why can't Santa? If my lover hates the snow Why can't Santa? If she can just get up and go Then why can't Santa? If Mrs. Claus gets hot and bothered Why can't Santa? If she can use up all hot water Why can't Santa? Oh, I can't.
your ears off so cheese viscosity while we're on the subject uh <laughs> when it comes to nachos i like a thin cheese um, where would you stand if you were gonna have a plate of nachos would you rather have like melted shredded cheddar on top or like a cheese sauce i'd probably a cheese sauce i'm a cheese sauce man all the way yeah and i want i don't know i want it to like i just want it dippable yeah it's gotta sog up my, gotta sog up my chips oh. a little bit. I don't want to. I don't want a cheese that bakes on and like. I always want both. I don't. I'm not picky. I would if I, I had to choose. Give, give me nachos already covered in shredded melted cheese, and then I'll still dip them in lower viscous nacho cheese, and then I'll sprinkle Parmesan cheese on top of that. You know what though? I always feel like Mexican restaurants when you get like queso on the side, that cheese is too thin. I thought you said you like it thin. I do, but that's too thin. Too thin. Yeah. Okay. If I could have like one step above that, we need to invent a uh, measurement for cheese viscosity. It should be. Like, every phone should not only have an app, they should have like a, a thing that pu- pulls out and you stir it in like a, ta- uh, you know, a taster. Or I guess not a taster. Your phone ain't going to taste it, but like a tester. Some kind of apparatus built into every phone just for cheese viscosity testing. If we could do like 10W something, <laughs> yeah. 5W4, I guess we'd go to like the lower ends of it. No, yeah. it would have to be the higher ends. It would have to be like 10W200. That would be a thicker cheese sauce. If well, I can't. They need to like breed cows that just you squirt out cheese sauce right out of the tit. Fresh. Like the can of cheese, you just tilt the, the nipple to the side and it oozes out. <laughs> cheese it. Can you Spray, imagine? Right? Can you imagine how sick that cow would be all the time? Oh, could you, people would be like chasing cows in fields. Just You'd be cheesing on cows, literally. I wonder if there was like a mushroom you could feed a cow that would turn all its milk to cheese. Oh my god, I'd buy, I'd buy a cow and I'd get the mushrooms. I'd, take, I'd eat the mushrooms and be like peeing <laughs> my own cheese. Just oozing cheese out of your pores. Uh, you gotta work on your segues. I know. How many times have you said, oh, uh, what else? That's a new topic. What else can I talk about? I have top of my head. So you don't, you don't care you, like for uh, orange-flavored stuff, do you? Like I don't. My favorite when it comes to flavorings, I like uh, a blue raspberry, a red cherry, and then whatever pink is. Stra- I'm mostly talking. strawberry. It's like cherries more red. Probably would be a strawberry. And even that's a stretch. Oh, and I'm a big fan of artificial banana. I'm going to oh, put artificial, artificial banana, banana up ahead of, of pink. I hate And I just that. call pink pink because sometimes it's watermelon. 
Okay. Uh, They're both good. I was just going to tell you because we got... um. Oh, well, let me finish. Okay. Okay. Then oh. grape and then orange. Orange is last. As orange, you were. Orange is like top to me. I love orange stuff. My and dad does too. This is all just to let you know that we got new urinal mats <laughs> at work. <laughs> and they're, they're clear orange. And when you pee on them, damn if they don't smell like orangey and make me hungry for a Starburst. Yeah. That's it. That actually does sound good. I don't know if they have other like. I'm gonna get a job. They have your to have other so scents. I can pee on your orange things. Yeah. Uh, well, we're gonna have one more song for you. This is an untitled song from our untitled album, simply titled "Untitled." Here you go. Oh, badgers, bears, and buffalo They'll run you down, you run too slow They'll catch you quick And then the show their way Cougars and mountain lions, you lay low There's no hiding till it's time And then you're dying today Spiders and scorpions When biters sting, you're done for good So tread lightly or you'll wish you had Wild boars and packs of wolves they won't suffer any fool, so keep your cool. You'll be torn in half. Oh, Mother Nature nurses us, then tortures us, then curses us, then butchers us with her wicked knife. Cause life feeds on life. Cause life feeds on life Cause life feeds on life Oh, oh, Copperheads and rattlesnakes With a hiss and shake They won't miss And you're taken, oh well Snapping turtles and alligators See you now, not so later You'll be meet, you'll meet your mayor in hell Mosquitoes, ticks Killer bees, they'll suck and swarm and spread disease Put you down and on your knees like that Tornadoes and hurricanes Thunder, lightning, wind and rain From out of nowhere bringing the pain 
Mother Nature nurses us, then tortures us, then curses us, then butchers us with her wicked knife. Cause life feeds all life. Cause life feeds on life. Cause life feeds on life. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Uh, alright, there's that. I guess that can wrap this soda up. Uh, today's band plug. I was looking for, specifically this weekend, I wanted some, some rustic country type shit. And I found this band called Robert John and the Wreck. And they have a good bit of albums from recently, and uh, I, was, I listened through it. And the albums I would recommend that I heard so far are Glory Bound and Wreckage Volume 1. So get on your music searching source on your interweb and look them up and give them a listen i'm sure you never heard them before but i've never heard of them they're pretty I damn never good eat, but you could drink some beers to them maybe even get in a few fights also i naked. feel like this since this weekend is uh normally we just listen to elvis yeah i feel like we should plug a little bit of elvis we should usually the rule is elvis radio all weekend but we didn't play them this weekend Honestly, Levon wasn't even supposed to be here. Yeah, I was supposed to be at a wedding. But I've been a good boy, so this Christmas I got to come up here instead. <sighs> this is a, a very, like, thrown-together camp weekend. <laughs> it was going to be me. This is a thrown-together camp podcast. Let's be done. All right. Let's be done. Uh, podcast station out. Next so long, folks. <laughs>